Welcome to the S-Class Podcast, the highest tier in podcasting. Today I am joined by Justin and Ryan, and we're going to be taking a trip today to a little island called Animal Crossing. And what will we do on that island? I don't know. Justin, <laughs> what's your island name? Uh, Meruland. Meruland. After... After our favorite Umagan. Is there a lot of pressure for you guys when you open the game and it says, name your island, you can never change this again? Because I felt no, a I, lot of anxiety. I always just name it after where I live. <laughs> I chose Whole Cake. Ryan, would you... Yours is Whole Cake? Whole Cake Island. It's not going to be thematic as I dream of, but that's okay. And Do Ryan, you have any regrets about your island name, Ryan? Um. Well, maybe if I actually find a good design for, like, frosting and sprinkles <laughs> and i can like just cover my ground with it then i'll feel much better it, it, it's gotta exist it, they, they definitely have i don't even have that power yet but they gotta have that right well i think all of us can say that we we rank on the lower end of the spectrum in terms of commitment for animal crossing compared to some of the unbelievable islands that i've seen on the internet over the past couple like, months much like my island anyway <laughs> Rob's Island is. Have you seen Rob's Island, Ryan? It's genuinely no, it's impressive. Great. It's my island okay, is gorgeous. So, let me let me just put some context for viewers right now. Is that you guys started back when the game came out in March, and I'm a cheap asshole, so I waited until it dropped by ten dollars to buy it. So I just started playing less than a month ago, maybe. So, so I'm still progressing through the... I, I just got my third room, but nothing's, like, nice. Like, my room's, my house is a fucking shithole. Wait, wait, wait. But here's what you're missing, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but all Nintendo games release for $50 anyway at Walmart at launch. At Walmart. I, I didn't fucking know that, man. <laughs> yeah, so you didn't have to wait. I... Whatever, man. It, it, is, it is what it is at this point. You know no one's no one warned me about that. You know what's funny about this whole game though? So I only played Animal Crossing back when it was for the DS, and there were many quality of life issues that have improved since. But I was never intending on picking up this game. But since Nintendo delayed it from its original launch, which was supposed to be last November, they saved it for when the lockdown the countrywide lockdown started because of COVID. And that was this was probably the most well-timed video game release in history. I will well, argue. Brilliant they were lucky in, in oh, that regard. Yeah. Well, we don't know if we don't know how much they actually predict. Unless Ryan is suggesting that they created the virus in order to that Nintendo grow Nintendo Animal Crossing sales. Virus. Yeah, uh, I'm not so sure about that. But it's an interesting theory, Ryan. I appreciate it. I'll go with it. Yeah, because um, was, was it worth it? Yes. Oh, oh my gosh! The first month I played this game was it was just such a nice escape from the real world depression, and just I couldn't leave my house. So I would have never picked up this game if it weren't for the lockdown. And now I'm uh, I'm experiencing a relapse. You see, Rob, you made a really poignant statement when we were at the beach a few weeks ago, and you're just Rich. Rich was like, our friend Rich was like, I, I just can't get into Animal Crossing, and you're like, that's because you're not depressed, Rich. That's why me and Justin <laughs> enjoy it so much. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, yes, that's true. I but I don't understand why. Is it just the escapism? Well, yeah. I mean, simply put, we have our real lives, which are terrible, and then we have our Animal Crossing lives, which are great. 
My yeah. Animal Crossing life is terrible too, though. No, no, yeah, it's more depressing. But it's less terrible than your real life. It can't get worse, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah exactly. And also, you actually see an improvement when you pay off your loans in Animal Crossing. But then you're indebted to this shitty ass Tanuki forever. But there's uh, forever. No, I'm tired of the Tom Nook slander. Yeah. He's a filthy fucking. Uh. He gives you interest fee loans. He gives you them at your own time. You could never pay it off if you wanted to and just keep what you have. He's a great man. Yeah, Justin, I gotta say that. I'm Who's... almost done with my final loan, and uh, I, I respect the Tanuki. Whose side are you on, Rob? He literally lets you pick up grass and sell it to his children. <laughs> but he also makes you do all the construction and then charges you for it he says i want you to open up a new campsite by the way you have to make all of this furniture and put it on that person's house but go get your own materials pay me ten thousand dollars for the campsite did you not have fun doing that i kind of did have fun but but <laughs> i'm just saying that it's it's bad business practice is it though because he's essentially giving you free reign over an entire island he he's making you sort of the king but he's the puppeteer well when you pay off your loan you become the puppet master and let's not forget he's the one that brought isabel to the island who is just a gem well that I is very important isabel. that is true he did bring isabel and at I the end of the played day since gamecube so isabel didn't exist and i, I love isabel isabel's amazing actually yeah. You, yeah you know what let's talk about that because you two are a little more fresh to the series i'm a full-on vet i've played all of them you played every single one or just like the main series games because they're like, uh, I, I was watching a video, there's like five or six of them, besides including the main series. Well, I've played all the main series one, except for the N64 Japanese-only one. Oh, um, oh my god, I didn't even know they had one for N64. It's basically the game, The it was like remade into the GameCube one, because it like launched on this N64 peripheral that like three people bought. So, oh. that was basically the GameCube game. Um, then the DS, the Wii... 3DS, and this one. And then there's two spin-offs, which are god-awful. Yeah, the and the DS one, all I remember is that the villages were kind of assholes, um, Tom Nook was much more harsh, and there was no Isabel. So I had to deal with this um, this bird lady who was like a bitch. <laughs> you know who I'm talking I do, about? I do not recall oh, the, the, the bird purple. lady. Maybe the pink bird. bird, right? The pink, but, the pink bird with the lipstick? Something oh, for the like post that. office. Yeah, and then she'd be like, hey, how's it going? Parentheses, I really don't want to be here. Stop annoying me. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, course, yeah. I remember her. She was the postal Phyllis. worker. Was oh, Phyllis? I hated her. Might have been Phyllis, yeah. Phyllis. Yeah, yeah. She was pretty oh, miserable. But I, but as I get older, I understand and respect I her I appreciate misery. her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Isabel... Isabel is, uh, and anyway. Oh my god, Isabel's a fucking gem. Holy I'm just shit. happy um, how m the quality of life has changed. Like, this game is so beautiful. And Rob, I think with the other games, like, this is the first one where you're really able to um, mold your landscape to your liking. Oh, 100%. Right? I mean, the 3DS one, like, there were these, like, town projects where you could fund something to be put outside, but they were so, they were, like, few and far between, and they were almost entirely random. So it would it's incredibly hard to get them, and now like you can put anything anywhere whenever you want, essentially, which is great. Not only that, and remold the land. I will say the random nature of the game, especially like in the beginning. I, I did love time traveling a little bit. To um, oh, you're one of those people. I mean, you have to. If you if I'm 
rush playing this game, I can't just play it in real time. I have to jump around time to move forward, which is a little annoying. But right now, because the new updates have been pretty nice, like with Red and the artwork, oh, and that guy Red. never That's comes. Oh, yeah. Well, once a mm. week, I think. No, right? he comes he, for like originally he came like once a month and then they like oh. updated the game to make sure that they come like at least once every two weeks. Okay. Because yeah. it was completely, almost completely random uh, at the start. I also remember awful. when he first launched, people weren't sure which were the real artworks and which were the fake. So if you have this guy who comes like once a month and you buy a fake artwork, you're just stuck with it. You can't even put it in your museum. You have to just put it on your island or sell it. That Yeah, you're that shit out of luck. Here's the thing, though. Like, I kind of, I, So I bought one fake and one real, but I'm kind of keeping the fake for myself because I kind of like it. And I'm going to donate the real one to the museum because yeah. it's, for, it's for me. I think it, it just kind of looks nicer. Well, if it's a statue of David, I'd love it. But if it's like a random piece of art, I'd just rather have it right. in the museum for the completion. Because the museum in this game, it kind of pushed me to get it. It's just so beautiful. The museum is beautiful, but I, I'm, I'm current. So like at first I was donating everything. Like I got a great white shark. Okay, fine. I'll give it to museum, even though it's worth 20000 But I'm at the point now where I'm just like, fuck that stupid bird. I, I unlocked red. It's not getting any... What? A, yeah. He, uh, are whatever. you? He's a bird. Owls owl, aren't birds. Owls are birds, <laughs> Ryan. I, I know, but like, it, just calling him a bird is like the belittling. Whatever. Blathers he's, the, the owl. He's that trying to belittle him. <laughs> That's the point. Fine. I'm sorry, Jeremy. Go on. Blathers the shitty owl. He's not getting any more of my fucking money makers. Like, I right now, all my only priority is. I'm going to make my house an island as nice as I can. And uh, it, it's like, uh, where are you going to spend most of your time? You're not going to go to the museum that often. Hard disagree. Yep. Really? Same here. Incredibly like, like, hard, hard, hard disagree on that. Jay, I just know like that I'm going to be in my house and around the island more than I'm going to be in the museum. And that's where I should spend my time and money. And then later on, I'm going. if I'm going to continually play this game, I'm going to catch those fish and stuff later on so he can have them later i haven't gone inside my house in months yeah i mean but I'm, I'm in the museum really. every day yeah i'm just starting to get into my house but jay wang the all i'll say with the museum is that i just have to donate it once and then no matter what i still have to go to the museum to assess the fossils so once i give him a new fossil then i can just sell that one because i'll keep getting it over and over again like the museum is a I'm money saying, i'm saying I'm saying that, no, I get it. You have to go get your things assessed. But what I'm saying is that if you collect a great white shark and you collect three, each fossils, let's say three to $5,000, that's like easily several hundred thousand dollars that you're donating to Blathers that could be going towards your house, which I think is more important than your museum no. in the beginning. But no. The rarity of a fossil is just give it to him once and then you'll always keep getting it. You only need to give him one of each fossil. I, I get it, but what I'm saying is, if you're going to keep getting it, you can just give it to him later when it's less important. I mean, at the end of the day, the point of Animal Crossing is that there's no rules, and you play it how you want to play, but objectively, you're wrong. This is yeah, not how you play the no, game. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to let that shitty bird control my life. He's not going to... I'm going to... What? It's an owl. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jay, no, you, fuck haven't, him. you haven't even met his sweetheart sister who uh you meet at i his... have oh yeah that he... bitch hasn't hasn't let any shooting stars fall for me yet i will either. say the shooting stars are annoying i'm sorry are you insinuating that she controls when stars fall from the sky you're blaming her for this well she is Absolutely. the signifier 
Yeah. When she's there, there should be shooting stars. But then she just comes over, and then there's no shooting stars, and I'm, it's like uh, it's, she's blue balling me. She gives me a recipe for a tourist bathtub that I know in my lifetime I will never unlock. <laughs> I already have one. Fuck you, Rob. <laughs> Fuck off, yeah. Fuck off, Rob. Wait, 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 wait. Let's 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 circle back for a second. So normally of this podcast, we talk about like a synopsis of what we're talking about, and then we go into spoiler territory, and then we rank it. But since Animal Crossing has no purpose or story or anything, we're just spitballing here. Okay, if someone has never played Animal Crossing and is still here after listening to us rant for 15 minutes, Animal Crossing, you get an island, you customize the island, you pay off your debt, you make your house bigger. I mean, continually there's, there's, do this. There's, there's nothing to say about Animal Crossing that you that could even be like a spoiler. No, no, I, I get that. I'm just saying for an introduction to the game, if like you had to explain this to your girlfriend or someone who doesn't play video games, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I mean, that's that's it. The entire economy runs off of off of selling fossils, fish, and bugs. Like, it, it's a fucking weird game. Yeah. But it's great. But it works. Yeah. I really like this one, especially with how creative you can be with building an island. That just adds a whole other layer that I've been enjoying once i pretty much paid off all my loans but right you you dropped it for a bit right i did i played nonstop for like a month and a half and i just hard dropped it i was so done and then you like hated it after dropping it i did i I thought back because you know what happened um the curse of comparing games i went to stardew and that's just a whole different type of game that has like a little more structure in its scheduling um, but, uh, then I, Jay Wang picked up Animal Crossing. I saw you guys sleep together in the same bed and I got jealous. <laughs> so then I picked it up again and, um, it really is a fantastic game. I was just bashing it cause I haven't played it in a while and I was salty about my uncompleted island, which was, by the way, it was interesting seeing how much, um, about this game was being talked about on social media in lockdown because like everyone was in the same place, but there were so many people who were complaining that there were a few good islands and it was just, everyone was bitching about how their island will never be as good as others. It was just funny. Really? Sounds like a toxic environment. (laughs) But that's not the point of the game. It's not. I don't care if somebody has like a cool, like island based off of, the ancient city of Atlantis or something. Like, I like how my island looks. I'm happy with it. Yeah, these kids like, it's my island. The game. And they would spend real money on villagers. That was ridiculous. That's how wild. You spend real money? How do you do that? What, you, you just bribe somebody? Like, oh, I have this guy. Can I can I steal him from you? Type of thing. Like, you can talk to him a bunch of yeah. times or something. Yep. Uh, essentially, okay. yeah. Um, um, But also, like, Nintendo made these, like, amiibo cards that could, um, like, if you put the amiibo card into the game, you could get that villager into your onto your island. But, like, the cards are so rare that, like, some of the popular villagers' cards so- sell for, like, 30 bucks. That's Got it, okay. Which but, is insane. And there's, like, nine, there's, like, what, 400 villagers, 500 villagers? No, I'm not sure what the exact number is. No, that's Pokemon. <laughs> oh. Um, what, what was cool about this game, too, is that on social media, there were even uh, celebrities getting in on it. And I remember, like, Elijah Wood visited somebody's island for turnip prices. I guess turnips are, like, That's the so stock crazy. market in this game, but I've never 
I've actually never um, diddled with the turnips. I have not I'm woken not up early enough on a Sunday it's, to it's, place the turnip market. It's never ever worth it, and it never works, and it always ends up leaving me hundreds of thousands of bells in debt. Okay, good. Really, I, I know people who live by the turnip market, and I was watching some videos. the The amount that people sink into understanding this game's insane there's like an online turnip tracker like a real stock market tracker that tracks the trends it's insanity right well when i first played this game there was a bug where if you what i liked about this game too is how you can travel to a random island get things from there to bring back to your island um but if you were to visit a random island you could deplete it of all its resources so that only tarantulas would appear Tarantulas in this game were very horrifying too. It took a while to get used to how to catching them, how to catch them. But there was a bug where you could deplete a random island of its resources, and then only tarantulas would spawn, so that you could eventually have a full backpack full of tarantulas, and that's like about one million if you sell it to that lizard guy. I, I've tried that actually. It's really difficult to do because there's always little fucking crickets and stuff jumping around. Oh my god! Right. Well, away. this was before the season of the crickets and all that. I got in on it before um, Nintendo fixed it up. They added water okay. bugs too. Yeah, it, it, it makes it really difficult. Where it's like you're better off just going in and out of the island trying to capture right. the tarantula island. And people also underestimate um, the rocks. Like, I'm happy I looked up some tips about Animal Crossing in the beginning, like how there's always a money rock. Um, Iron nuggets. You guys, you guys taught me about the money tree, also. The money tree. Like, yeah, I just picked up thirty thousand. You, you guys know the money tree hack, also, where there's a trend. It's like you have to check the I trend mean, on your specific game, or you can put ninety nine thousand bells in, and it'll plant ninety nine thousand. Yeah, it's based on a cycle, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like one day on, two days yeah, off, yeah, or yeah. something like that. But, but I'm I'm testing that out now, right now. So. I, I mean, I'm at the point where I don't need money, so. I'm just kind of waiting for updates. And you know what? Actually, that gets me to my biggest issue with this game is the fact that it's updating. Like, as of now, uh, this game probably has less content than any other Animal Crossing release before it. Oh, really? Any? Uh, I mean, that's how it feels for me, uh, personally. Because right now, the game itself... Well, no. At launch, 100% it did, because there were, like, maybe eight NPCs in the entire game at that point. There's been a few added since. I mean, it's better now that they have diving. Um, I love the diving, by the way. Yeah. It's so uh, slow. I, it's fine. It, it, it's a cool feature, but it's not optimized. Um, I mean, if you just hold A, like, you do get casually swimming, and but it's all worth it for the otter. I'm actually trying to get the whole mermaid. Oh, I love was it Pablo or something? I, I love that. Pascal. 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 The he's, he's, he's adorable. Because, you know, sea otters, they have to, they always have like, this is in real life too. Sea otters have a rock that they hold in their pouches. In order to break the, to break the scallops or the oysters. Right. So, sorry, Rob. <laughs> cut you off. Yeah, no, uh, you entirely cut me off. And now I don't want to, I don't want to talk anymore. No, we're sorry. No, no you, you know what? Fuck it. It's fine. F fuck this guy. Um, Ryan, can we can we jump back to what you were talking about? How you started hating this game a little bit? Oh yeah, um, this is just one of those games where, in the quarantine, that's all I did. I just sunk so much time into it. The time traveling every day. Hey Justin, when did you get the game? Last month, maybe, give or take. And 
How's it going well, for you? I, I was going to... The reason why I asked you why you hate it is because I think I'm starting to get to that point where it's kind of becoming toxic for me. So I'm, I'm just sort of like grinding now. I think in the beginning, I was putting a lot of hours into it and it was so much fun. And it was almost... I, I swear to God, this game is the most... It's the closest thing to drugs I can think of. Like, you know, when you do your dailies, that takes like hour, hour and a half or something, right? Yep. And then after that, the return on investment is really low. Like you can catch fish, you can catch bugs, but there's really not much you can do to progress unless you're just paying off your debt. But I just kept playing. I paid like four or five hours a day to no avail. Like you're not really doing anything. And then I'd be really late and then I'd be so tired and my eyes would hurt and my fingers yeah. would go numb. And you I was like, tell. why am I still doing this? It's hard to put this down. And now I think I'm like kind of toxified by it and I don't really get the enjoyment. I, I enjoyed it um, earlier when I first got it. It's weird because you're always chasing the first high of when you first started with the game and you never, ever get back to that. Yeah, that that's a good uh, summation of it. The game is never as good as when you first start playing it. Very and it, it, it gets progressively more mind-numbing and optimized where you're essentially doing the exact same thing but how, how do i systemize this and do this as efficiently as possible absolutely exactly That's kind of where you get to but you still derive some enjoyment out of it which is the weird part like i i still enjoy like spending like 25 minutes playing the game but like i'm not doing anything i'm not accomplishing anything and i certainly don't feel like i'm having fun <laughs> I yeah, think Rob, this is I, what a heroin addict feels like. Like, you, you don't actually get the high, but you need it to sustain yourself or something. I don't know. You're just you're just hoping that, like, something in the game will spark that feeling you had, like, that first, like, week of playing it. Yeah. But, Rob, like, you mastered my it. The other way, I was like, I just, I just need a little bit. Give me, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. You, you mastered the how to... I mean, I guess this is your experience with other games, but you eventually got to the, yourself to the point where you could just pick it up for 15 minutes to do, like one or two daily chores and that's it like that's that's optimal in my eyes i can't do that but um that do, that does make the game sound much more refreshing if you're just picking it up quickly along with like the system um the system of the switch and how it's pick up and go yeah switch being portable makes it much easier like i'd say the game i fell off animal crossing with the quickest was the wii one and you know that was simply because i didn't really enjoy using the Wii as a system mm -hmm. and you know going through the hassle of taking over a TV and sitting there uh, and you know you just don't really enjoy it the 3ds one I got a good investment on I, I really enjoyed that one I think that one as of now as an entire package the 3ds game is better than this game New Horizons but I think eventually New Horizons will be the better game yeah I love it's, it's not updated enough yet i mean we're... what are you missing so so for those of us who didn't play new leaf well, what features do you need to make this a better game um so one of my favorite parts of new leaf was there was a mini game island um that was a fun feature there was the city there were so many more buildings uh that's actually i'd say by far my least favorite part of this game is the lack of buildings you have your shop and you have the tailor, and you have the museum, and that's what it. What are we missing in this game? Oh, there's so many. Um, let's see, you had... In the 3DS one, there was a shop for, like, 
Well, it, I guess it's been it's pointless with the DIYs now, but there was a shop where like they would customize furniture for you. Um, there was a cafe. There was um, like a fortune teller nice. tent. Yeah, the cafe was really nice. Um, and it was oh, just it was just cool to have more buildings so that you could you know make the island feel or make your town feel a little more alive. Like this just feels so empty. It doesn't really feel that lived in, right? No. It, 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 it feels like a village. It feels like 200 years behind, if, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, and that's my big problem with it, is that as much customization as we have, the actual, like, residents and NPCs are not that interesting because there's not enough of them. They get pretty stale. There's not enough personality types, right? There's like eight personality types, but then you have three people on your island who all just like working out. And it's like, well, shit, you're kind of the same person. Well, here's also the issue with the personalities in this game especially is that there's a lot of re repeated dialogue because the way this game is programmed, it seems like they spent a lot of time writing dialogue for events that rarely happen. So these villagers might have a lot of entertaining, interesting, unique dialogue, but you'll almost never see it. Right. So I just end up reading the exact same lines every day. And after, honestly, like two weeks with the game when it first came out, I was already like, okay, I feel like I've seen every single bit of dialogue from these villagers. This is insane. Yeah, I can see that. I do like in this game, though, how... I don't know, maybe it's because I didn't play the other one as much, but I do like my island being built. Sometimes they'll water my plants. I see them chilling on the beach when I do a quick run around. I do like them interacting, but maybe that's just me being a newbie. No, no, I, I like that. There, Raul the penguin was barbecuing with this big chicken guy I have in the in the middle of the island the other day, and I was like, oh, that's pretty neat. Wait, you mean Rald? Rald. Rald. It's definitely Rald. Rald doll? You, you didn't like that I called him Raul? <laughs> no, it's not did, his did name. That you? His name is Rald. Rald. No, I will say yes. I like that the villagers interact with the island more, but they don't interact with you enough. Is the problem? They just run up to you and say, "I got to give you something." That's, well, actually, that's about it. also in the th in the 3DS one, they would they would come over your house and like visit, and um, you could like schedule meetups with them, and it was it was well, cool. But like that's an, that's another feature that's gone. I was, I was getting kind of protective the other day, like Lobo, the, the wolf, he was in my garden. I was like, what's this motherfucker doing in my garden? I'll fucking kill him. And he had a magnifying glass. I was like, all right, he's cool. He's fine. Yeah, he was but, just but I was legitimately feeling around. like, what are you doing here? He's trespassing. He just he just came to my island and now he thinks he owns the place. Well, do you, you have- see, I uh... wish mine would do that. I have benches all over the place. And nobody sits in them. <laughs> Jay Wang, do you have a fence around your house? Because you can't really complain about ter being territorial if- uh... You don't establish your territory. I, I I have these two little fences, but he was in my flower bed. That's that's definitely my territory. <laughs> it, was there a fence around your flower bed? In the front, but he came through the side. He's, he's a sneaky little bastard. I think you're being a little snooty. Yeah, I, I don't on, think. <laughs> Do you guys have any other pros or cons that are really that really drive it home for you? For me lately, I've been building up the nook miles because I want more street lamps around my island and wind turbines in an area. So I like how they give you like these random little challenges on your nook phone app that are like milestones, like donate 50 fossils or sell 300 fruits. 
and most of them yeah. just take time. But sometimes I'm like really close to one. Like I just have to plant five basic trees for like two thousand nook miles. All right. Yeah, those you are just like grind little. Those are little um, quality of life things that keep me going for now. Those were, I, I guess, I, I, I guess those are good. But I remember in the beginning, it, like you said earlier, Rob, it's that high that you because it's it was, it was kind of a new feature for me so in the beginning it's like oh shit i get all these extra points for doing these things and now it's like all right i'll go catch the three bugs okay i'll go chop 10 trees like it, it's uh it's an empty feeling now right and eventually you run out of things to spend them on like right now i have sixty thousand because i haven't spent yeah, them on I've, anything I've... in months and yeah. i'm also like what do i want to spend this on like is like i could buy this thing that i don't have but is this imp- is this worth it for me? Probably not. Well, Jay Wang, for you, did you unlock the Nook Island customization app? Because eventually you can start buying bridges and inclines, which has been making my island much more fun. I have, I, I haven't unlocked KK yet. He hasn't come to my island, so I don't have the, I, ha- I don't have the ability to build, but I do have the ability to create bridges. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. Like I can't, I can't make, um, I can't redo the entire island. When you get to the point, like for me right now, I have enough money in my savings where I'm casually on my last loan, putting into that. But also, like, I'm designing the island, and it's like, hmm, I could put an incline here. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Like, now I'm starting to move on to the next level of um, making my island more fun for me. But that's like building, almost. And the building in this game, they throughout the whole game, they make you take your time. You know what I mean? That's annoying. Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. that the there's a, the the barrier to entry for some of these things is so high. Like it's like two hundred thousand for a nice bridge, where you're like, I better put this in the right. Like it's it's hard to like just play around. You know what I mean? I well, think that's, that's an issue of the fact that they designed it with a purpose that that's not supposed to happen overnight. Yep. And. But that's not what people really want to do. People want these things, you know, pretty quickly. The game is designed to be played over the course of five years, but nobody wants to wait five years to get everything out of the game that they want. So that's my criticism, Rob. Going back to, like, when we were talking about it, or whoever brought up how I was bashing at the beach, you know, the dialogue options, or um, the way your tool breaks and you have to build a new one. All of these things take time. And mm-hmm. for me, taking a break and getting back into it, it was annoying as hell when I was like, oh, I forgot to go into my house to grab some iron nuggets. Um, right. And I, I, I do like how it makes me... The only time I really appreciate how they made me take my time is during the fishing. When I cast my line and I catch the fish's attention, I just close my eyes and hold my breath and wait for the sound. And that's like a nice little meditative blurb. But, so anxiety-inducing, closing your eyes, and all of a sudden your shoulders tense up once you hear the water splash. No, no, just breathe. It's it's um, just as long as you have the volume up. But everything else in the game that makes you take your time pisses me off. <laughs> the, the the talking, the building, like in th- certain things you can only sell one of, or like if you're moving items into storage, just do it single one at a time. When you know they have functionality to to group select, but they don't give you the functionality. How some items don't stack is why I really what made me go back to stardew valley for a little bit and also the wardrobe i have to buy if they have three coats that i love different colors i have to go into the wardrobe three <laughs> different times 
You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, for as yeah. much quality of life changes that they made, they added a bunch of absolutely awful design choices. So this, so Rob, these design choices weren't prevalent in like New Leaf, the 3DS. Well, one? I mean, the, so New to New Horizons was the DIYs. So you know, everything to do with the DIYs is a new issue, like not being able to uh, craft multiple items at the same time that's a new issue but um certain things from the past are now issues like we didn't have breakable tools you just bought your tool that was it you didn't have to go back and forth rebuilding a tool for no reason oh uh, that's so that's a new nice. issue and that's clearly a design choice to make you do you know the crafting but it's not fun yeah, I, I, I like the idea of the flimsy ones, right? And then you feel like you're progressing. I think progression's always nice. Where you're like, oh, I got a fancier tool. But it's like, it only lasts a little bit longer. Yeah. So, it, it's annoying. They were I definitely mean, called it's, it's for the Wild Team. Oh my god. <laughs> like, it's weird how Nintendo all of a sudden has a new generation of games where their tools and weapons break. You know? It seems like they have a new generation of games where they just want us to waste time. <laughs> Well, it's working. <laughs> and we're going to yeah. complain all this, and we're still going to play. Like, as soon as this calls over, I'll probably play, pick up mine and just do my dailies for the day, and then complain about it again tomorrow. Yeah, I'm at that point now where a good daily day for me is when I do a little deep-sea diving, get a scallop, get a mermaid recipe from Pascal, and Red is on my island. That's pretty much it at this point. You know, the funny Rob, thing is... Go through that phase? Sorry, what, go, go say, ahead. No, I was going to say, the funny thing is, is, like, as much as I'm complaining about all the things I hate about it, I still it's still substantially better than my actual life, so I really can't complain that much. <laughs> mm. Agreed. What were you going to say about a face, Justin? Uh, I was going to say, Rob, did you ever go through the misery phase that me and Ryan are... that I'm currently going through and that Ryan did go through? No, or do you um, feel like you've been on a, up and up the entire time, no, this, or like relatively positive. Yeah, when we plateaued, but he was able to float a, around it by just donating like 10, 15 minutes a day, right? Yeah, I had my first like month in quarantine where I would wake up, uh, do some work, and then sit on Animal Crossing for like six hours, and then <laughs> for for me, like I enjoyed it. And then I just, you know, I steadily declined with my time. And like Ryan says, eventually I optimized. And by like, by like, I'd say May, I was probably just playing like 15, 20 minutes a day. And I've been like steadily with that. Like now I'll play it like maybe two times a week. I'll pick it up. And hmm. I, I never had that like phase where I hated it. I've just been on like a nice steady decline. Yeah. Wang, Rob has a thing called control, which you and I don't have. <laughs> I think Rob also has experience, maybe. Maybe the, the extra 15 years. Like, I haven't touched this since GameCube, which is, what, 2001? So, literally almost two decades. And Rob, Rob has had these, like, little milestones that have maybe prepared him for this moment to be, to be like, a Zen Not, master. I mean, I've, wait, I've waited nine years for this one. <laughs> so, it's yeah, been a while. That's, that's, that's also quite You know long. what's funny? Jay Wang, you brought up the GameCube one. I'm looking back at this game and how economical it is with your resourcing. And middle school Ryan Hart was not economically sensible to take advantage <laughs> of that with his DS Animal Crossing because I fucking hated it. But meanwhile, this one now, I'm like, oh, I could just find a money rock. And also, like, 
this is why I do love the internet, how you go on Reddit. I subscribed to the Animal Crossing subreddit. People were discovering new tricks. Um, I ignored like people doing the bugs, but there were a lot of tricks that I discovered via the forum. And that definitely helped improve my experience because I let the kids who dedicated their lives to this game um, tell me, help me out. On the contrary, that's that's one of my biggest issues with the game, is that I feel like the, I feel like the game is very, very, very designed to make you want to play multiplayer. Is that bad? You don't like that? I think it's. I mean, I think it's bad. I I want to go into this island and have no social life. But but mm. I just want. You- I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to need to interact with other people in order to get things for for my island well this is rich coming from the kid that slept with jay wang <laughs> well look what justin and i do when we're on each other's island is nobody's business what happens on the island stays on the island ryan and that's none of your business it is between me justin and Rob. and if you want to come over later ryan we can keep that between us i'd love to show you the things i can do with you on my island oh i will i will be right over right after this call sounds like a plan i was going to talk about the gamecube i i the th- one thing I don't miss is Mr. Rossetti. Fuck that guy. Oh my god. On the DS, it was even worse. Okay, but that's what I miss. I miss NPCs. There are none in this game. I might miss it. I don't even remember NPCs that much. I remember there's a there's a police dog. I don't even know why there was a jail. Was there a jail? I don't know. No, it was a lost and found they ran. Oh, okay. Were there characters like in this one that randomly appear? Like the lizard guy, Red... Were they did they appear more often in previous games? I mean, I felt like they did. Um, but you also had more characters that were always there because you had the city. I mean, not in the GameCube one, but starting with I think the Wii and the 3DS, you had like the city, so you could go to you could buy your plants every day, you could buy your shoes every day. You had uh, the salon, you had the fortune teller, you had um, you know there were there were a few more. I, I can't remember exactly everything. But there were there were other people to go and see. Right. You didn't just have your three right. stops of yeah. Nooks, Able Sisters, Museum. I I think uh, in the DS one, the Nook shop actually became like a huge department store over time, and I loved seeing that. Right, and that's the thing. This game is going to have that eventually, but it's annoying that I have to wait for it. Well, how I thought that they had that in yours already. What do you mean? Oh, that's it. You have the same one that I have. That's terrible. There's there's only one store upgrade right now in this game. Okay, so I you have your you have your first store which is the shack, and then you get your second one, and then there's nothing nothing after that yet. Where in other games it had uh maybe, it got two floors. It was huge. Yeah, maybe it got to like a fourth upgrade, and obviously that's gonna happen at some point. But it's annoying that it's not in the game at launch. And a lot of people are defending this, but I think it's I think it's terrible. I I. I don't like that they're dictating how we play the game. And if I never had an internet connection, the game that I got out of the box on launch day would have been easily the worst game in the series with the least amount of content. Yeah, I didn't realize that you needed the internet to get updates. So I bought I bought a copy for Anna and the she she couldn't get the diving suit. I was like, why can't you get the diving suit? It took us like a couple of weeks to figure out that she hadn't updated her switch and connected to the internet. Right, exactly. And I, I and it really it really limits your gameplay. One hundred percent. And I feel like yeah, that's a great I, point. I don't know why people defend that so much. I I think objectively this game had the least amount of content at launch, 
And if you don't have access to the internet, you're stuck with a pretty barren game. Yeah, they really could have invested the amount of time that they spent in creating 900 characters, whatever it is, into just developing the store, which I don't, I don't think would have taken that much time. It would have been standardized across. I don't. I use. I think it's mad. I don't think it's a matter of time. I think this Th that's is, what I'm saying. You're, you're you're saying it's a controlled thing, which I think I'm agreeing with at this point. Well, Jay Wing, it's and Rob, it's like what they're doing with Smash. They turned Smash Bros. Ultimate, prolonged it into a $100 game over the course of like three right, but years. They're making more money from that. That's the thing. Like this game is—they're not charging these things. These are these are updates that are just updates. But we already—I, you see, I hate that they did the same thing with Splatoon, where they launched a sixty, you know, sixty-dollar game with no content, and then they steadily finished the game after you had already paid for it. So would you have rather have waited an extra six months and not have put in all the time that you did? 100%, yes. Okay. Mm, interesting. I, I actually do like these subtle updates because, I mean, for me, I took a break. I got back into it. I was like, whoa, there's diving. There are sharks now. There's um, more art for the museum. Uh, but then again, I, I did the hard uh, stop with this game. Well, no, you see, you actually bring up a good point, and all that stuff is new for you. Right. You've never you've never had diving, you've never had red, you've never had those things. I've always had those things in Animal Crossing games. So once I get... Oh, diving was a new... It was in the 3DS one, yeah. So that wasn't oh. new for me. That was just that was just missing content. Oh. So for me, it's like, oh, finally, the thing I already played is in this game. That sounds like purgatory. Wow. Yeah, you're, so you took exactly. two steps back. For us, it's new because we haven't played in 10 years or 20 years or whatever. Exactly. So yep. Rob, you really are right. The Switch literally fucks loyal Nintendo fans. <laughs> oh, yeah. It 100% In every says, way possible. <laughs> Fuck off. We're building this to make more money with new people. Also... Which I, I get, but, like, but I don't really love yeah. it. <laughs> also, here's the Wii U catalog again. Oh, yeah. You know, I bought a Wii U, and guess what? Every single game that I bought on the Wii U is released on the Switch in lieu of me getting anything new on the Switch this year. <laughs> Yeah, that's wow. Like, oh boy, Pikmin Three, <laughs> didn't play that on the Wii U. Oh boy, Fire Emblem Tokyo, whatever, didn't play that on the Wii U. Oh, Tokyo's on. Oh, boy, Xenoblade didn't play that on the Wii and the 3DS. Mario 64, I haven't played that six times. But Sunshine. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm psyched to play Mario Sunshine. I mean, come on. But I get it. Yeah, I, uh, that's so okay. Now I really see where you're coming from i did not know how much was in these previous games yeah and, and that's where my frustration comes in i really enjoy this game it looks gorgeous it's it kept my attention and it gave me something to do in that hellish march but like looking at it from a standpoint it could have been better if it was a full game from the start like i'm used to yeah and basically Basically, like, they probably have all these updates already in their backlog it's scheduled on a calendar. If they just gave you all that in March, and then during the past five months, they were just developing actually new content. Right. Is the ideal world, or what they should have done. By the way, this criticism isn't just of Nintendo. This is the game industry as it is now. I remember speaking with a game developer once, and he was saying how he was working on Far Cry four or something and it just or three whichever was the latest and it just sucks how they rush the developers to put out a game that's bare bones but the update right. will come later in later months 
it's it's the new culture of online updates, which I hate. Well, I'm definitely with you on that. But Nintendo, I will say, they do. <sighs> no, never mind. I, I mean, look, I I understand the design. It's a design philosophy with Animal Crossing. They want this game to be played for multiple years. So if everything is there out of the box on launch, then, you know, people won't play it for years. But why are you dictating how people play this game? If I want to rush through the game, you already got my money. Let me rush through the game. Yeah, they're the true puppet masters. It it doesn't benefit them either. It's not like... If I play this for five years or if I play this one for one year, as long as I have a good experience, I will continue to be a loyal Animal Crossing fan. Exactly. Right? That, that should be the real mindset. I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, the but, big reason they're doing it like this is because they want to... I, I think the reason Nintendo is doing a lot of this in general is because they want to maintain their online platform. They want to give people a reason to keep paying to use Nintendo online. So if people are continuing uh, to play Animal Crossing over the course of years, that means that they're using, you know, the multiplayer on the, Animal Crossing. The 20 bucks from a million people will accumulate into 20 million, if, if you think of it like that, right? Yep. And also, I guess this does have to do with the fact like they plan on the Switch being their main console for a couple generations. Uh, I, I don't know if I agree with that. Oh, really? I, th- I think we'll be getting a new Switch in about probably three years. Yeah, but... um. Uh, just the f- any- anyway, you're probably right. Uh, how did they handle holiday events in the previous Animal Crossing games? Because I remember I mean, they when- were in the games at launch. <laughs> it really because I remember when Bunny Day update happened and they announced it on Twitter, and everyone's like, "Why the fuck am I getting all these eggs from my rocks? I need my oars." <laughs> I- I'm pretty sure the past uh, holidays were like restricted to one day for the most part. Hmm from what I remember. Um, I and actually, like I actually like it. I like it better in this game because, like, I don't know if I'm remembering correctly, but in years past, like, if I wanted a Christmas item, I'd have to, like, time travel to Christmas 70 times to get, like, the full catalog. And, like, with this, you could get every Easter item this one Easter season. Now, granted, the Easter event was god-awful dreadful in this game, but at least I could get everything from it <laughs> in one, you know, in one season. Right. Yeah, I like how I could at least grind. Like, I may not have built all of the Easter items, but I have a repository of eggs from grinding that I can build more if I want down the road. Do you guys have the habit of just buying things that you don't need and just putting it in your storage bin saying, I might need this one day? Oh, yeah, 100%. Now I do. Now that I have the storage, (laughs) once you, I didn't know that your um, storage in your house would exponentially increase after each upgrade. You know, I... uh... I just feel like I've I've I just feel like I've spent way too much time complaining for something that I'm probably gonna give like a decent grade to. Yeah, that's why I want I wanted to switch gears for a second and sort of get into a positive note. You guys want to talk about your islands a little bit, and then maybe one day we'll do a let's play of it and kind of give everyone a tour. But what are some of the design choices that makes this game unique for you? If you were to give us like a, a two minute virtual island tour. I mean, you know, the best part of this game is that you can place furniture outside and you can customize your landscape entirely. And for me, it's it's just it's awesome. And you get the paths now, you get fencing. There's so much you can do to make your island unique to like what you want. And I I really enjoy that about it. What are what are some of the, your favorite features that you have on yeah. your island, Rob? So for me, my my uh my villagers' houses are, like, nice and in a line. 
like uh there's there's a lower level then there's a second level then there's, there's a third level so there's like three on one line four on the next three on the other and it's it's very like nothing is like straight and in order so it it feels like it's very natural it's like an organized chaos and i just ha yeah it's, it's organized chaos and I, I really enjoy that like i have that it, that aspect of it feels lived in if there were more characters it would feel more lived in but like the overall aesthetic of right. it is nice and lived in I, I love your house rob i mean you you have really made it feel like it's a place that you as someone who i know would live in like you have this very like simple cozy living room and you have your your anime room where you have your box of tissues and lotion on the table um <laughs> it, it really feels like something that you like your dream house would be in real life something like that right well, what else do you have you have i have a library in the basement the dojins yeah no no those are in my um manga room the, the tissue room as i like to call it <laughs> i have i have two separate rooms that's yeah that's that's my pride and joy as well my manga room and i have a nice nice kitchen as well oh the kitchenette set some of them are beautiful i burned out myself my first tier tour of this game uh, by stressing out the construction of my island and I just gave up. I was like, fuck this. Um, it was so overwhelming. But when I returned to it, I degraded my island so much that when I got back into it, I was like, oh, it's actually pretty set up. I quartered my island off into different themes. Like I have a forest in one section. I have like a little zen housey area in another i have a sports section and then i have um pathways that just connect it all eventually it all worked out when i came back to it i just needed a break from the game so that's why I've do you really know what you're gonna do next are you, are you actually gonna model after whole cake island or, or do you know what you're gonna do with each of the sections so yeah the thing is like now that i have all my pathways set and i really want you guys to see my island but now that I have the pathways down, if I can just find some themes online, because I tried making sprinkles, and I never really <laughs> want to ever see that design. But, but I'm hoping that I can find, like, pink cake uh, design, and then some frosting to, like, outline my pathways. And I really could make this island, like, pop like a cake. Um, it's just a matter of time. Dude, you could, you could make it tiers, too. Like, you could make it into, like... Like, you could build the land up and round off the edges and make it, like, an actual cake if you wanted to, right? Well, that's... I'm, ne I'm never going to do that. I know myself, <laughs> but... Uh, I will say that I do regret not being able to change my island name because I would have changed it. Um, it's very simple, but I also... It's like my hero. It's basic, but it knows it's basic, so it's good. Nice. Right, right now, my... I'm kind of just playing Capitalism the game, and I just have, like literally 50% of my island is covered in fruit trees. That way every couple days I can have like $60,000 pocketed. Yeah. And then I think in the like I'm building a zen garden. I just got bamboo island for the first time uh, a couple days ago. So I put like a hot spring and onsen and uh the bamboo tree, so I'm going to build that up. Um but I love the bamboo trees. Yeah, they're they're so nice. I, I think I still I'm still working on what I want to do design wise and like i don't have any good furniture for my room so they're just kind of like storage units right now but um i think watching watching uh rob's room in rob's island kind of like both inspired me and kind of broke my heart i was like oh my god like this is what the standard should be but then also like i can do this like i can get to this level you'll get there one day kid uh how many hours do you have in there rob 
Uh, 200. Alright, I got about 150 hours to go. You see, that's the thing, though. Like, I, I got 200 hours into this game. I really can't complain about content. <laughs> yeah, as, lo as long as, like, like it's the opposite. Like, even though I, I'm, I've done some complaining about this, it's kind of the opposite feeling of Octopath, because I sunk 80 to 90 hours into Octopath, and at the end, I just felt empty. Sometimes I feel that way about Animal Crossing, but at the other times, I just, like, look at my island with pride and be like, I created this. Yep. It, it feels good. And then other days, I'm just kind of nihilistic, and I'm just sort of like, what's the point? It's a virtual island. Yeah, but that's that's real life too. Yeah, very true. <laughs> I think I guess that's just my perspective on everything, right? Well, so it's, it's not that far off. I think I'm the problem. <laughs> I think also with the Switch, what really made me love this game is that on the DS version, it, the graphics were just not that good, and I remember it being pretty dark overall. Yeah, no, this game is beautiful. But the game honestly, it looks the gorgeous. Graphics when I'm playing handheld, like there is just little details sometimes that just are so wholesome, and I, I really have come to embrace the aesthetic of uh, Animal Crossing for the Switch. Alright, I, I, I think we're ready to go into our rankings. What do you guys think? Well, Yeah, I have nothing more to say. I okay. Guess, I guess we'll have another follow-up podcast about furries. About what? 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 We're not talking about furries, Ryan. <laughs> That's what I thought I heard. <laughs> Ryan, give us your ranking of the game. Oh, tell me about furries. Now I'm curious. No, no, no. I do not want to have this conversation. <laughs> this gets Rob a little bit too aroused. Look, look. Let's no, be, let's no. be honest. Sable is better than Mabel. Who's better, oh, okay. Isabel or Carrot, Rob? I'm not having this conversation. <laughs> is there is there is there a secret folder I should be looking for that says not Isabel on your computer? No, I am not having this conversation. There's a secret room you should be looking for in his house. <laughs> yeah, the tissue box was looking kind of empty last time I checked. Look, right, look. Right, so. where are the video cameras? All right, I will give this game. Um, Rob, you brought up a great point. Despite my criticisms of it uh, and the period of inactivity I, where I bashed it, I've been balls deep back into it, and I gotta say, I do love it. I'll give it an A. Okay. I can go next if you want, Rob. Yeah, go go for it, Justin. Uh, I'll give it an A minus. Um, I, I haven't even explored the whole game, but it's just it's a good usage of time for a game, and it, it's it's gorgeous. The customization is amazing. There's some there's some lifestyle things or quality of life things that could bump this game up. Um, but as it stands, it's it's an A minus, and it could change once I make a beautiful island like like you have rob yeah um where to start animal crossing new horizons is for me the worst game in the series as it stands right now it, it's worse than city folk it's worse than gamecube it's worse than it's worse than the ds one no i can't really back any of that up <laughs> all right if you if, if we're taking out the spinoffs we're just talking about the the five main lines. The 3DS and the 3DS and GameCube beat it for me. 3DS and GameCube beat it. Okay. Mm. So this is right in the middle of the road for you. It's right in the middle. Um, the game is devoid of features that I'm used to. There's far less furniture options than past games. There's tedious activities in order to do simple tasks like fishing and catching bugs. There's no characters that I like. I give it a B plus still. <laughs> you don't like Isabel? No, no. I mean, there's there's so many gone. 
Oh. That I loved. Like the like Cap'n Tortimer. Oh wow. Now we just get that seagull guy. Uh, you're right, the two whatever they are. Gullivar. No Gullivar's here. I I mean there was the there's a Cap'n that would take you to like the minigame island and uh, that's where Tortimer were, was, and he had a whole family. He had, like a, he had kids. He had a wife. He had, you know, I think there was a grandmother too. And it was just interesting. You had more characters, and they had more like interactions with each other. And you don't get that here. Yeah, you only get it in little dialogue options, which don't even last longer than two weeks. You're right. So that that's what bumps it down for me. <laughs> if I were to give the 3DS one New Leaf a grade, I would probably give it an. I would probably give it an A, but the lack of all of the things that game has is what brings it down to a B plus for me. Okay, I, th- I think that's fair. Which is still a great score. Oh yeah, across the board, we all gave it an A, except Rob. We didn't. I gave it a B plus. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally not. That's literally not true, right? Um, but I, I think that's fair. I think I could also be convinced. I think it would depend on my day. I could be convinced to bring it down to a B plus also. Um, but that, that's fair, Rob. Especially considering all that you've lived through. Yeah, my my past, okay, my past is really what gives this the score of a B plus. If I had no experience with this game, it would probably be higher. Okay, fair. Well, thank you guys for joining us again today. Be- before we head out, just want to shout out uh, our email sclasspodcast at gmail If you guys want to shoot us a message and ask us any questions, we're happy to. And I think in the future, I think it would be really exciting if we did a let's play and showed off all of our islands so i think we we can set that up for uh, a future podcast episode yeah that sounds um, fun thanks guys for coming and uh we'll chat next time see you again later have fun inside